Welcome to Rooster Radio, a broadcast dedicated to supporting and promoting local artists and musicians in the Gaston County and surrounding areas. Thanks for tuning in on this episode of Rooster Radio. I'm your host, Cody with a K. Here with me as always is Michael Carpenter. Today we're talking with the very talented Tavius Bernard, delivering a mixture of funk, soul, jazz, and a hint of synthwave, he seems to take you on a nostalgic ride. Strap in for his song, Say It With Your Heart.
All right, ladies and gentlemen, a round of applause, please. That was the very, very talented uh, Tavius Bernard. And uh, Tavius, thank you for coming to hang out with us today. Uh, tell, tell us and our audience how long you've been making music and what got you started. Oh, God. Uh, what year is it? It's 2020. <laughs> um, I remember singing in the choir in 1999. Back in the day. Yeah, so I was about two three when i first started singing oh now oh yeah i got a like a little casio keyboard for christmas i think when i turned six and i used that keyboard to produce up until 2019 it's just a basic radio shack keyboard no slide portamento none of that just regular keyboard yeah not not sensitivity activated nothing (laughs) but that's but that's awesome though picking up that keyboard at six years old i'm assuming you didn't know how to play how did you learn i still don't know how to play (laughs) (laughs) um these last few years i've basically either played along with records that i liked or looked things up on youtube yeah that's basically how i do things well you know and it's funny that you that you had that very nostalgic keyboard because as forementioned you know i i knew that somewhere in there you were taking us on a nostalgic journey and it's great and it was the hidden radio shack keyboard <laughs> that's awesome man Is radio shack even still around? i don't think i don't even think they're a thing anymore i think nick cannon tried to save them yeah oh god Yo, speaking of an uh, an artist, you mentioned Nick Cannon. I want to know what artists you're influenced by and what records you were listening to, you know, while you were playing along. Well, it's kind of weird to say this because I'll, I'll literally be 23 in a couple of weeks. But, like, my entire childhood was mostly Prince. Like, because it's weird because he never really quit making music. Yeah. So, literally, his last album came out my freshman year of college I think so I literally got to grow up with Prince my entire life that's one of my biggest influences yeah but um that's a great influence that that explains a lot about your sound too oh for sure yeah yeah continue sorry um that's one of my biggest ones like vocally like producing arranging um I've had different like, I guess, phases in my life. I remember when I first got that keyboard, I was really big on Barry White, the Isley Brothers, the Jackson 5. Yeah. Like, stuff like that. And then I got a little older. I started getting into New Edition and Whitney Houston. and Now you're speaking my language. I hate to say it, but R. Kelly. Like, I know <laughs> I probably shouldn't touch on that at all, but... It's a shame he died in that plane crash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly was like one of my biggest influences. Like, and it sucks because he was up there dropping albums right along with Prince, like all the time, up until the di- up until the day he got on that plane. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, but those are. Those are all great influences. <laughs> I have so many more, though. Like, because I guess, I don't know. I draw 
from a lot of stuff. Like, if I tell you who I've been listening to these last couple of years, it's like, it's so weird. I grew up on the R&B, I grew up on the funk and the rap, but, like, the last couple of years have been uh, Marshall Tucker Band, Jeff Buckley, Tim Buckley, Aretha Franklin, oh, yeah. um, Nina Simone, um, more Isley Brothers, a lot of Billie Holiday, a lot, a lot, lot of Dionne Ward, and uh, Whitney Houston, and Luther Vandross, and I don't know, oh, Burt Bacharach. Burt Bacharach. I have been studying him hard the last like year and a half. I need to look into uh, Burt Bacharach. I, I haven't heard of that artist. Yeah, that's a new name for me. Um, I got some TV on the radio vibes. I don't know if you ever heard of TV on the radio, but they're they're a good band. Check check that out. Okay. Yeah. Who's yeah. who's somebody that you're into that that would surprise people if you told them? Everyone's got that that little guilty pleasure. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? Casey Musgraves. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, well, what the the music that that is on this album, and just so everyone knows, Misunderstood Part Three is Tavius's new album. Where can they buy that? Um, everywhere. I mainly suggest YouTube because it's free. But uh, if you have Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, Pandora, yeah. um, iHeartRadio, it's it's everywhere. So misunderstood part three, that insinuates that there was a part one and a part two. <laughs> and as I spent a lot of time listening to this album, preparing for this interview, and I love it, but I can't find part one or two anywhere. Yeah. Um, part one, you can't find part one anywhere. You should be able to find <laughs> part two on datpiff.com. Misunderstood yeah. Part 1 was the first album I ever recorded and released. That was in 2012. I dropped three albums that year. That one, I was 14. The other ones, I was 15, I think. I think that's how that works. I don't remember. I just remember I dropped that the summer of my freshman year, and then two more in the fall of my sophomore. That had to have been the year you used that piff because that's about the time I was getting into that website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a oldie goldie plug right there for that piff. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. that I, I'm I'm an old timer, man. I, that one don't even never heard of it. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the best. I'm gonna go check it out now. But uh, misunderstood part two. That was my senior year of high school. It was supposed to come out before Christmas break, but my uncle died, so I didn't get to record it. Uh-huh. I had to record it that January. Well, that January started second semester. I had one class. So I was like, hey, I have this album, and I have one class. I should really promote this. So I went to Walmart, bought some CD sleeves, some blank CDs, burned it, and picked like random schools in Gaston County to be at at three o'clock. And I was just out there every day for like two weeks, passing out mixtapes. Sometimes I brought the whole little setup with me, hooked it up through the aux cord in my car, would like do the concert in the parking lot, pass around a collection plate. That's home. great. That is so <laughs> cool. That yeah. is the coolest thing I've ever heard of a high school kid doing. Yeah. That, that is awesome. Yeah. That's an artist right there, man. It is. That's an artist that means it. Mm hmm. It's I just, love that story. Just wanting to like spread the good word about this awesome music, man. And oh, yeah. and uh, 
definitely glad we're, we're getting to listen to part three. Um, but I kind of want to get on the deep web and try to find that uh, part two. <laughs> Me too. On the, on the dad piff. <laughs> and the, you can find about, I'm not going to say there was two albums between Misunderstood Part 2 and this one, but it's like one and a half. That one's on Bandcamp. I think that's called Rare and Unreleased 2K15. Nice. So. Yeah. It sounds about right. Yeah. I very much enjoy the, your titles and song names. Yeah. yeah. They're very creative. They are creative, yes. Yeah. Thank you. While we're on that subject, yeah, I want to point something out about, about this album. You've got someone there called No Cap, No Sleeve. You got someone there called Cheat Codes. This one, Say It With Your Heart. I just want to point out the depth of, of your music. There's layers to these songs. I mean, even the one we just heard, there's all these, for lack of a better term, background sounds that, that come, that show themselves here and there, that right, just at the right time. And that's, you know, that's art. Like that, that takes talent to pick and choose those moments. And I, it just speaks a lot to, to your talent. And I'm curious, you know, you say that, you know, you just kind of figure it out. You've had no professional training. None. Well, when I was 15, I moved all my equipment in the garage one summer and there was this Prince album that I had on vinyl controversy and it's just him staring. And that was my inspiration to do better because I felt like he was just staring at me like, ha ha, I'm the best. I did all this. What are you going to do? And I used to just keep that up all summer long and stare at it and just be like, hey, I got this. You out the way. It's my turn now. Yeah. I love this attitude. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely love your attitude toward this. Yeah, and and just to comment on uh, Controversy, Controversy by Prince is my favorite Prince song, you know. Uh, I just went and saw a, a band real recently. Well, not real recently, but it's it's been one of the last bands I've saw. Uh, St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Uh, I'm a big fan of those guys. Have you heard of those guys? Mm-hmm. So check them out because they got some of that funky stuff that you were laying down and i think you'll you'll enjoy them okay. um you know especially with with the other artists that you said that, that you enjoyed uh they fit right in there so check them out okay um speaking of not being anywhere real recently with everything that's going on with the coronavirus how is the coronavirus impacting what you do are you making more music because I, if you got more time maybe i am broke i'm working <laughs> i am working um when this coronavirus hit all right, the funny thing is, Say It With Your Heart came out. I dropped Say It With Your Heart on a Friday at like 1.30 in the morning. By noon, I had an interview scheduled with the Gas and Gazette. And uh, that weekend, I had to go to Nashville to get all my furniture out of my apartment to come back. So I do this interview that Monday when I come back. I have all this stuff going for me, and then the world shuts down. Mm-hmm. But before that, I had went to audition for um, the Uptown miniseries. It's a miniseries about Uptown Records founded by Andre Harrell. It's supposed to tell a story like Jodeci, Mary J. Blige, P. Diddy, how they all like started together and how that stuff. Well, right. he dies. So we're, we already didn't know anything about when the production was going to start on that. Like, So now I guess everything's really up in the air. 
because you can't really film anything right now, like large sets and right. all that. So that went out the window. I uh, came back, had to move in with my parents, lost my kitchen job. Like my goal was to um, like start living off my music. Couldn't really do that because everybody was broke, didn't have a place for any of my equipment anymore. So yeah, it was a, been a hard couple couple months. Yeah, yeah. It's been hard for everybody. I mean, we were talking before the interview about how we lost all of our momentum to get open as a result of the coronavirus, and and that's and that's why we started this podcast was a, a way to kind of get the word out. I actually shout out to the Gazette that Gazette article is how I found out about you. <laughs> I read that article. And then I went to your page, your, your Facebook page and your YouTube page. And, you know, we, you remember I reached out and oh yeah. <clears throat> so, so yeah, I mean, it did do you some good. It got you some exposure and, and got you on the map, so to speak, you know, and you're in a good place too for, for R and B and hip hop. Charlotte does have, you know, quite a community and, and, and an audience oh, for yeah. that. You know, it's it, you're just in the same position that everyone's in right now, biding our time, waiting for things to open back up. And I'm sure once they do, people are going to be so hungry for live entertainment, live music that you there will be no lack of places to, to put this on display. So absolutely, and I mean to that to that tune. How do you feel about a, a live music venue in downtown Gastonia? I love it. Like my studio was literally across the street from there. I think. Were you beside, uh, well, in front of Little Park, or were you further down? I'm one, I'm, we're one block down. We're okay. on the same block as the post office, opposite side of the street. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I had something going on right underneath Freeman's Pub for a little bit. So I was kind of excited to be able to walk from the studio to the club. But, man. Just give it time, man. Right. Yeah, it's, it's going to happen. And when it does, it, we're all boats will... Full rise. Oh, yeah. Right. And I mean, I know that you said that you are working, but just like, is there any new developing music in the works? Oh, yeah, always. Because, like, I stole the whole Song of Day thing from Prince. Like, I may be working from nine to nine sometimes and all that stupid stuff, but, like, I find time to, like, write a hook, write a riff, do something. Like, I should, I should never have time to sit down at the studio set up and just like draw a blank like there's no time for that yeah Uh, i've been writing a lot there's little snippets coming together but i haven't had the time to like concentrate and make a focused effort but it's something's coming soon something's coming very soon it's like 40 percent done like i've i've drawn the picture i just have to color it gotta color it in yep Yep. Well, that that's I'm certainly excited for well, the that, drop. That actually kind of opens up a question I wanted to ask about how you write music. Like I said earlier, there's all these layers to your songs. When you write a song, does it start with a melody in your head? Does it start with a lyric that pops in your head and you're like, hey, I can do something with this? I, how does a song come together when Tavius Bernard's writing music? Well, it... It just depends. Like sometimes, if I do, if if I don't feel like working on anything I've written or something, and I sit down and I want to start on something new, I'll uh, play something, 
you know, the drums, the keyboards, get, get a little melody going. Then when it's time for the words to come, like, they just flow because it's like there's a, only so much space you have to put things in a song before it gets cluttered and you can't concentrate. Yeah. So you just find the rhythm, fit in. Like, you, I mean, I got plenty of demos on my phone where it's like, <laughs> but the flow is still there. You can still go back later and like replace it. But that's that's how I do it sometimes. Sometimes if I have a hook written, I can build the entire song around the hook. And that's kind of how I want to start doing my albums. Because are you know, liking those songs better? Yes and no. Because it's like. I, I like enough of them to have a good album, but I still understand that sometimes I need that randomness thrown in there that's not part of the formula to have a good album or make some good songs to have in the album. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does because it makes sense. because on uh, Say It With Your Heart, there's a nasty hook in that song and it just brings it all together. And that pause part with the drums and the music and that, man, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do see what you're saying with the uh, writing the song around the hook. You know, am I am I correct to assume that that was kind of the process on that song? That song was an accident. Um, well, tell us about the accident. I made that beat first. Like I hadn't written the hook yet. All I had was that if you don't want me, if you, that's the only part I had in my head. But I hadn't done anything. I had made that entire beat functified it, did everything I possibly could to it, waited about a month, and then the rest of the words came. So, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of 50-50. Right. It just all comes together, is my point. It's, well, the point, the point that, the reason I bring it up is to make a point that there is no right way to write a song. There's so many ways a song can come together, and you, know, you hear artists talk all the time about, oh, that, some of their biggest hits, it's like, yeah, I wrote that in five minutes. Yeah. yeah, and then and in other songs that people love, yeah, I tried to write this song for ten years, you know, and finally this is what it became, and it's just interesting. I love hearing these stories because y- you never know. It just it just goes to show how abstract art really is. Like you just there's no right way to do it. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Unless the only wrong way to do it is to not be true to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Which which brings me to a question that we we ask everybody. Um, everybody that comes on, we always have this one question that we, that we like to ask, uh, and it's just define success for you and your music and what you have going on. Success for me, I don't, I don't know how to say this without, I don't, I don't think arrogance is the word, but I would just like to be as successful, well, successful but I see all my rapper friends out with like they, they they get paid a lot of money and I'm not saying I do it for the money but like if I had $160,000 lying around you wouldn't see me buying chains with it I would probably <laughs> be investing in 3D printing or like artist development or something like I just I don't know that's that's success for me when I can take something, take like what I've generated from something I've created and go and create more and give more back. for other people. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't 
bother me. It doesn't hurt me. I barely like notice it. Like that's that's my idea of success. Yeah, that's, that's a that's amazing. This guy is still you're still on your way up. Like you're still kind of putting together a career in music, and you already want to give back. Like that's yeah. amazing. That attitude that attitude is just what's going to make you successful. Yeah, absolutely. And these awesome jams, man. Yeah. I'm such a huge fan of uh, what you're doing with your music and your creation process, man. And uh, and I'm ready for that one that's uh, that's on 40% right now. Once it <laughs> once it releases, man, I'm going to definitely uh, purchase that. So and and uh, so with that being said, uh, tell us a little more on where to find you, where our audience can find you. Um, throw in a couple plugs and. Um, yeah um mainly youtube uh just tavis bernard because I, I changed my instagram name a lot like i don't know once people start following me i get nervous <laughs> i don't like it you do have uh like you, you're very calm but i can tell that there's a shyness to you <laughs> what is what do you do to to overcome that because i know when i was alcohol reading, <laughs> <laughs> Well, when I was reading up on you, I, I, you know, I read about how you were in the theater arts program when you were in high school, and you know, that, I, I was this, the same way. I, I did a lot of theater arts in high school, and, and it's, it takes a lot of guts as a teenager to get in front of strangers, or even worse, in front of other kids in your school, and put on a performance. So, what what's your method to, to handle that anxiety? What, what do you do? other I, than alcohol? I don't. I don't know if it's like if it's if I have to sing some of my songs or sing publicly, I don't really I don't get anxiety about that anymore because I'm like sing like it's going on a live album. Like that's it, and that sounds like a lot of pressure, but to me it's not. I don't. Well, there again, I don't want to sound cocky, but yeah, it's like. Like everybody's been butchering the national anthem lately. Just sing oh, the song. Yeah. <laughs> Just forty-five seconds, fifty-three seconds at the most. But it just just sing the song. Like that's you're a purist, aren't you? Kind of. <laughs> I love that. I do. I yeah. love it. It's so true, though. It's, it's like just do it. <laughs> So YouTube is the main place that, that you want people to find you. And uh, if someone wanted to buy an album, can they do that? If they wanted to, I don't, I know people don't buy CDs anymore, but if somebody wanted to buy a CD or if they wanted to purchase the album, they to can do that through support. iTunes. Yeah, they, to support you, in other words. I think iTunes is the only place you can really buy an album. Bandcamp um, lets you sell your stuff, too, and you get to keep more of your money. Yeah, that's true. FYI. I might have to revamp my band camp because yeah. I haven't used that in a couple of years. But check, check okay. it out. We have and we we've had another artist here on the show that uh, that they use Bandcamp a lot, and that's where I have bought all of their albums. And they told us when we talked to them that yeah, that's the one place they get to keep the majority of their money from yeah. the sales. New creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to the new creatures. Yeah, shout out guys. Uh, they just come out with something something new. Yeah. Uh, out of the blue. Check those guys out. Okay. Uh, on Rooster Radio. <laughs> oh, tell us in our audience who else in this area we should be listening to. Some other local artists. Yeah. Support, yeah show, show some love for some of your uh, fellow musicians. 
All right. Off the top of my head, one of my close friends, Betty Booth. You gotta be kidding me. I literally am in a message conversation with him today. Yeah. About getting him on the show. I've heard of Betty Booth. Yeah. Really good. He's got that one music video where it's all indie and there's like uh there's like tie dye and stuff going on, am I right? Yeah. Um, I think so. Yeah. Because he did one a couple weeks ago or a couple months ago. Um, the, the police brutality video. Yeah. And I was in that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Betty Booth. Austin Davis. He's a rapper from Kings Mountain. Um, when I... I don't like to tell the first half of the story, so I'm not. But when, <laughs> when I um, got resituated... From um, I wasn't in prison. I don't. I just want to clarify that <laughs> I wasn't in prison. I was just uh, in a contract with the government. I got out of it. But when I got back, I went to Charlotte, and my friend, his name is Tonio. I think he just moved to Atlanta, but he has some rapper friends. I think they're called the Kids Next Door now. They're um, they were staying in UNCC. I hung out with them. Now they're in LA and all this stuff. Their kids next door. Um, Ten cell phones. He's another rapper from Charlotte. I think he's from Charlotte. I don't really know where he's from. There's another guy, Big Baby Gucci. He is a rapper. He kind of sings a little bit. Kind of um, like a little Uzi Vert vibes. But oh, okay. Not, not really. A little bit of Cardi in there, too. Kind of, I don't want to leave anybody out. That's fine. Hey, shout him out, man. You yes. know. Every, oh, uh, Nia Marie. She's from Kings Mountain. She does like alternative R&B. Me and her have done a couple of demos together, but when my hard drive crashed, I lost a lot. Oh. I lost, I lost. What a yeah, yeah, we got it. Maybe you guys can collab again. Oh, yeah, of course. That of would course. be great. That would be great. Awesome. Well, guys, you heard it here. You've heard it first on Rooster Radio. This is Tavius Bernard. What do you want to say to the listeners all out there? Keep streaming. Keep listening. You know, you don't always have to go to Chicago or New York or L.A. You know, Charlotte's right here. We can do something at home. That's right. That's There's right. lots of great artists out here, and that's why that's the mission that the Rooster is on, is to shine a light on all this talent that we have here. Because, uh, you know, radio is a dying industry. And, and now people have did so many ways to consume entertainment. And we're here to bring the entertainment to you people. Tavius, thank you so much for coming and doing this, man. I'm thank very you. grateful. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. We're out. We're out. Peace.